It was miserable, but at least it also took forever. Got that going for us, which is nice. Project Game Day. Oh, you need the other one, wherever that other one is. I don't know where it is. <laughs> I don't know, dude. There's way too much going on around here. Oh, here it is. I have it. Project Game Day postgame show. Ravens lose the Steelers 16-13 in overtime. That will wrap up the 2021 season. Now the Steelers await to find out if they can uh, get into the playoffs, depending on what happens tonight. And um, I think that's the part that, like, we would all be in a better place if the Colts had just won the damn game, man. <laughs> like, if the Colts had just won the damn game so we knew that there was nothing at stake, that would have been really, really helpful. But, of course, those A-holes won. And so we feel a way. This is what it is. Project Game Day is brought to you by Glory Days Grill and Underdog Fantasy Football. I'm Glenn Clark. She's the NFL chick, Sarita Hubbard. She has, I think, gotten, actually, this is the problem, Rita. I'm afraid you worked it all out of your system while we were sitting here over the no, last 45 no, minutes. I still got it in you me. Still, you still got it? You still got it in you? Rita has been on fire. Rita has been Thanks just. You put out the tweet, please. I did. And then I retweeted it and said, now. That's what I did. I did. I swear. Just go to my Twitter, and it'll be the first one or the second one you see. Um. If y'all are worked up, y'all can be worked up. I'm not. You can't get me to be worked up. You can't get me to pretend like these are the actual Ravens. You can't get me. Whatever it is that you think, you can't get me. Now, I'm going to be, inevitably, I'm going to end up being worked up at, at you for some of the stupid things that you say. Oh, I'm ready, baby. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to stomp on all the dumb stuff that y'all have said all year long. Oh, you thought that I was, I was calmed down because I was just sitting over here chilling. No, 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 baby. I got something to say. And I can't wait. And I'm going to get my say in. I'm going to let you go ahead and start with how this little game went. And first of all, I, I said at 1 o'clock I wanted this game to end it. I wanted 4 <laughs> o'clock to hurry up and get here. 4 o'clock gets here and the damn, sta- the damn game was still going on. Here's, here's the, this is the tough part for me, Rita. This is the tough part for me. Because the game is irrelevant now because the season's over, right? And, and so in that way, I don't even really want to talk about the game, right? Because who cares? Who cares? The season's over. What does it matter what happened in this game? You know what the story was today? It's very simple. Tyler Huntley's not good enough. And I mean that, try, not trying to be disrespectful to it's, the young it's man. He's not being disrespectful. Like, he did the best that he could, Glenn. He's not good enough to be a quarterback in the National Football League. I don't agree with that necessarily. To be a, a, a starter. Thank you. Because that's, Thank what, you. that's what people tried Thank to you. say. When, when Baker Mayfield was struggling, right. I saw a lot of people saying, well, maybe Tyler Huntley can go to Cleveland. You know, maybe he can do this and do that. And I don't know why y'all thought that. Yes. Does he have some skill sets that you like? Yeah, Absolutely. He does some nice things. You know who has the same skill sets, but they do them a little bit better? The dude that he was backing up. Well, he's, uh, that's not. It's, a lot better. Excuse yeah, and that's, me. That's what I'm trying I'm to sorry. Yeah, right? Now, like, I, I apologize. I yeah, used the wrong word. Yeah. Not a little bit better. We were pr- a whole lot better. It was. Uh, there were people that were absurdly trying to pretend like Tyler Huntley was as good as Lamar Jackson. That was. There were people that were trying to gouge it in a different way. Like, I know he's not as good, but like. Maybe he could do just enough that at the right amount of money you should have talent. And and this, y'all needed this. And I hate the fact that it had to come in this form and fashion that might involve the Pittsburgh Steelers getting to play another football game. I hate that it happened that you needed this. You needed to be beaten upside the head with the absurdity of that. And this thing that we keep doing, because don't get me wrong, I'd love to only have to pay quarterbacks $10 million a year. It would be great to be able to do that but you need to know how vastly different it is from having a guy a dog and then having a guy 
and with all due respect to Tyler Huntley, who's a neat story, and it's I'm I'm happy for the young man that he has busted his ass after going undrafted and found a way to be in the NFL and to play and to be competitive. Those are all neat things. But the thing where you all think you're so effing smart, well, if you only pay him X amount of dollars, uh, then you could maybe trade that. Stop it. The NFL works one way. Do you have a quarterback? Yes, then you have a chance. How about it? If you don't, you have no chance. Preach it, brother. None. Preach it. You better get on this sermon today. I need some music in the back. I need an organ playback here behind you. And when you have that quarterback that gives you a chance, you know what you have to do? Pay him a boatload of money. Yep. Keep going. I'm going to find me some music put behind you. And it ain't easy after that, Rita. You still got to draft well. You still got to do all the other stuff. You still got it. You can't screw up, and you can't take Matt Elam in the first round of the draft. (laughs) You can't use early picks on Arthur Brown and Terrence Brooks. You can't do that. Mm -hmm. You still have to do other things right, but you have a chance for one reason, because you have a quarterback. And the Baltimore Ravens are going to have to pay a boatload of money to Lamar Jackson, and you know what it's going to do? It's going to give them a chance. Yep. A chance. Yep. I can't guarantee anything. It's really hard to win a Super Bowl in the NFL. It's very difficult. How many did Dan Marino win? Zero. 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 Peyton Manning's one of the most talented quarterbacks we ever saw, right, Rita? Mm-hmm. How many did he win? Two. 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 Most talented quarterbacks we've ever seen. Phillip Rivers is pretty damn good, right? He's going to be in the Hall of Fame, right? How many win did Phillip Rivers win? I can't guarantee you that Lamar Jackson's going to win a Super Bowl. But I know it's as simple as this. You're going to pay the man. You're going to stop with the stupidity of maybe you wait. And no, stop it. Come on now. You have a chance. I just spit. I'm sorry. You have a chance because you have Lamar Jackson. And the difference between Lamar Jackson and whoever you can find is drastic. Come on now. God bless Tyler Huntley. We are. Let's preach. God bless him. God bless him. I'm happy for that young man. Amen. He ain't anywhere close. Come on now. Nowhere in the same stratosphere. Hallelujah. As Lamar Jackson. No, no, no. The devil will not win. You got your answer. Not that Tyler Huntley's the devil. Yeah, right. It's you you people. You people, the devil. Y'all want to yell and scream and flip out about Greg Roman, whatever you want to flip it. That's fine. That's fine. Rita Rita wants to talk about Greg Roman. We'll talk about Greg Roman. I have no problem doing that. As a person that has kind of defended Greg Roman up until this point, up until today, I'm ready to talk about Greg Roman. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. I have no problem with that. But But the story of the day is very simple. Right. The, The story of today couldn't be easier. You don't have a quarterback. And when you don't have a quarterback, you can't win. That's it. That's it. That's the end of it. I mean, that's that really is it. It's not hard. And yes, could you know, could goofy things have happened that they end up winning the game anyway? I guess, but to Rita's point that she makes off the air, they weren't doing anything. I mean, stop. Stop. I mean, for for, for the guys, it would have been nice yeah. because because look, it's a what four four consecutive playoff berths and you know it would have been nice to make the guys get an extra check all right cool right but what but and you know but if this was a fully healthy team 
I think this was the best chance for them to really go deep because yeah. I feel like everybody is flawed. Kansas City is flawed. Tennessee is flawed. No, the AFC is wide open. The AFC wide open. is wide open. And that's why it's a bummer. It's a bummer. However, how many quarters was it that I asked you, Glenn? It was he, eight. Eight. They eight had and, one and then add overtime. Add overtime. Oh, that. so nine. nine. So they've gone nine quarters with one offensive touchdown. Since the the great performance against what Green Bay, mm-hmm. I, I, I think. Well, they, they scored a couple in the Cincinnati game, but oh, that's right. I mean, oh. they got their asses that was kicked. Jo- that, yeah. was jo- that was Josh. That was Josh Johnson. That's so, right. Thank so I'm, I'm, you know, yep. I'm really talking about yep. Huntley Tyler, yep. at this point. So I I just I heard and saw so much talk about Tyler Huntley potentially being a lesser option, a better option, and I am with you, Glenn. I don't like the disrespect because to me it is very disrespectful. After, it is very after his big performances, when Tyler Huntley played as well as he did in those games, I said, you have no idea how disrespectful you're being comparing him to Lamar it Jackson. It was highly disrespectful. It was Bill Polian-esque disrespectful to compare a man who had played well in two football games to Lamar Jackson. And, and out of all of the starts that Mr. Huntley has played, he has won one football game, and that was against the Chicago Bears back in November. That's correct. Since Lamar has been out, he has not won one of those games. And I need y'all to get a grip as, yes, did Lamar struggle up until the point of him getting needs injured? To be, needs yes, to, he did. He needs to be better against the Blitz the la- next the season. Last Must four, be. And guess what? He's a guy that I'm sure – as soon as his ankle is better, he's going to work on that because that's the type of guy that he is. He is a guy that knows that he this is an issue for me, and now I have to work on that so I can elevate my game. But there was plenty of points this season, Glenn, where Lamar was ascending, and he was playing at a very high level. And what I want people to stop doing is, yes, it is okay for us to absolutely call out his struggles. 100%. And, and, we, and we will. And we did. And we did. We've yep. done that week in and week out when he struggled. I'm completely fine with that. But for you to think that a guy that was undrafted, yes, he should have been drafted. That's another story for another day. For a guy to, that was undrafted to come in and play pretty decent football and he hung around with pretty good football teams to be a better to be the guy of the future and he gave you nothing he gave you nothing nothing one win against a dismal Chicago Bears team to be better than a guy that in his struggles was eight and three as a starter it's disrespectful. And look, it's dis- I said in his struggles. I said in his yeah, struggles. And, and, even in his struggles. And we should say, obviously, there were a lot more injuries. That went, I mean, like, it wasn't just Tyler Huntley. Sure. But, 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 sure. And I'm not, I don't want this to be a pile on Tyler Huntley thing, too. This is, I, not, this is not about Tyler Huntley. This is about the disrespect of Lamar uh, Jackson. 100%. This is not about Tyler Huntley That's did what, the best that he could uh, with what he no had. No question. No question. And we have to give, and we have to say thank you for trying your best. Yes. Because he did. This is not about him. But Tyler Huntley can probably tell you himself. That dude is better than me. Way better. Because it ain't he's better even than close. the majority of people that have played the position. Yes. It's just not hard. Yes. I, part of it, Rita, as you know, and we talk about this a lot, you and I, the, we just say anything. People just want to say anything. Like, that's what Twitter has. But just go out there. It doesn't matter. If it's ridiculous, it gets attention, too. So just say anything. That's what we do. That's the nature of what we've become now is just say anything for the sake of saying it. Um, and there's an audience for it somewhere. Um, and some of it is wanting to, th- you want to be able to think that you're smart. And, and, and that there's this code that needs to be cracked in the NFL. And it's the quarterback contract code. How do we get around that quarterback contract code? 
We get it. Quarterbacks cost a lot of money. A lot of money. Sure do. And it's a bummer to have to give up such a significant percent of your salary cap to one position. But the math ain't that hard. It ain't. Because the flip side is the side where you don't have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And that's the side where you have no chance. I want I want to I want people to come into this chat, come into what is it, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you see us on YouTube. I want you to tell me that you felt more confident in Tyler Huntley playing today than Lamar Jackson. And I want you to tell me that with the straightest of faces. And I want you to believe that shit. And yes, I did use the curse word because it's a bunch of bullshit. That's what it is. Okay? Right. Come on. I'm with really. you. Really. I'm with you. Stop. You know I'm with you. You know I'm with you, Rita. Stop. Stop. We watched. Uh, again, this is not about Huntley. This is not about Huntley. I, do, how, I how, feel how, bad because it really does feel like we are it, piling on and, this and, young and man. And we're not piling on him. Right. We're not. But my thing is, is that, listen, there were some passes that, ha- that lacked touch because he's not that good with the touch. And that's okay. He can work on that. Yeah. That's completely okay. But Lamar has already, for the most part, and, achieved and the, a lot of point, those touch passes. Tyler Huntley is probably going to be this team's backup quarterback moving forward. And that's forward. fine. And I so have no problem I, I with that. I hope he gets better, too. Me, too. I hope he, the same way that I say Lamar Jackson needs to get better against the Blitz, very specific, Tyler Huntley also needs to get better because there might be in a situation where they need him to win them games in the future. He also needs to get better. Yep. But this, the answer is very simple. Y'all think you, there's some cute thing to do here with Lamar Jackson. There's nothing cute to do. And I said it earlier this week. I don't remember who, who started the conversation. If they don't just go ahead and pay him whatever the amount of money is they need to pay him this offseason, if I'm Lamar Jackson, the Ravens come back to me like, well, we think you should go out and prove it next year. I'd say, no, go ahead and trade me. I'm not playing those games. I'm, I'm just not. There's no, there's no com- I'm Lamar Jackson. There's no go out and prove it another year. You don't want to pay me? That's cool. I bet there's somebody who will. Because look around the NFL, there's 10 teams. 10 teams that need quarterbacks. Yep, and and, and say what you say what you want, Lamar is the first person if he becomes available, they're snatching oh him off God. the street. You know who they wouldn't snatch off the street if he was available? Baker Mayfield, the number 1 pick in that same draft. That's you know fact. who wouldn't snatch off the street? Sam Darnold, whatever the top pick he was in that draft you know who uh, there's only one other guy in that draft that's playing at a level that that nope that that if he was available he would get picked off immediately but that other guy is Lamar Jackson so I want y'all think that quarterbacks come like you know dimes or dozens or like the bus do you see these quarterbacks coming out of this draft have you looked at these Kenny Pickett yep Sam Howell Sam Howell uh 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 Wilkins is, is is it Wilkins? No, I'm, I'm thinking Matt Willis. Oh, uh, Matt, oh Malik. Malik, uh, Malik. Malik Willis. Right? The kid Malik Wilkins. Will- Malik Willis. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Willis. See, I can't well, even I think get it's his Willis. name Yeah, right. right? I think it's Willis. This is the kid. And Desmond Ritter at Cincinnati. It's not, a, it's not an it's over. It's not yep. a overwhelmingly good it's class. Not. So where are y'all getting these quarterbacks that you think you can get a dime a dozen from? Because you Just saw what Tyler Huntley pay can pay the man his money. Just get it over with and let's go. Sports fans, the wait is over. The all-new FanDuel Sportsbook is now open at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. Bet on every sport with self service kiosks watch all the action from the best seat in the house mm-hmm. all right it's not going to take me long until i know i'm going to get to my first greg roman uh comment and we're going to go through your comments i promise but i know it ain't going to take me long so let rita why don't you go ahead and take over that portion of the program what 
the Greg Roman portion of the program. Oh, okay. And then we can go from there, and then we'll read whatever the rest of the comments are, because I think that that'll cover the majority of what we need to cover. So I was not a big um, critic. A hu- well, I was a critic of Greg Roman, but not into the sense that you guys were. Not Don't, you. Not me, yeah. Not you. Yeah. I'm talking about the, the Ravens verse, Ravens flock, right. okay? Right. Um. I see a lot of five great Romans and I, I am not really I was never really that person and I don't even know if I'm still here but I am upset about today and so my thing is is that you still at the end of the day with the offense and their struggles they would they still remained a top 10 offense I don't know how that was possible but they did um especially when you look at this offensive line and, and the, the guys that they had running the football mm-hmm. I'm not really sure how they still remained there but they did right and so Today, I had a real problem with the fact that coming into this game, you know that the Steelers were one of the worst teams in run defense. You know that T.J. Watt was coming in here to try to break a record. And yet you decide, oh, you knew it was going to be cold. You knew it was going to be raining. Mm-hmm. So, and you knew that it, it snowed twice this week, which means I'm sure the field was a little bit more slick than it has been in you know weeks past because last week it was 60 degrees. Well, guess what? It wasn't 60 degrees today. You chose to pass against the team that has struggled against the run but were good against the pass. I don't understand what that's about. And one of the things that that, um, Glenn and I talked about, and Glenn did make a valid point, and and I'm cool with that. I'm cool with saying you're right on something, but this is still my overall point, Mm -hmm. right? When they got into the three-yard line and Mm -hmm. they got first to the three after the um, personal foul, you get at the three-yard line, you throw the ball three times. I don't understand why, even if they don't get it, Glenn, they could potentially get closer to the goal mm-hmm. line than they were. Mm-hmm. So I can't understand why not one of those times with two timeouts left, you chose to throw the ball three times. Now, so you, and you're talking about the sequence before the half. Right. right. So Glenn brings up a valid point that Hollywood drops a, a touchdown in that same sequence. I'm completely okay with saying that play actually absolutely worked. did work. Perfect. And that person did yep. not execute on that end. I'm good with that. My overall point, though, is that what made you feel like you couldn't uh, run the ball at that point? What was it? What so, was it that you not or not right. even try right. to run the ball at that point? So I have I have two different feelings today because broadly, the, the idea of should they have been running the ball more to start the game today? Yeah, I think they probably should have. Right, and obviously, what you saw in the second half certainly backs that up. Right, like when they started running the ball, it you know particularly before Patrick McCarry went out. Um, using that right side of the line, which, let's be fair, for everything they've been through, the right side of the line has held up this season. Mm-hmm. When those two dudes have been on the field, Kevin Zeitler has been phenomenal. For for whatever, as big a mistake as Alejandro Villanueva was, Kevin Zeitler has been a home run and a half. Yes. He has been yes. just brilliant this season. And Patrick McCary, it's to the point where, like, I know that, like, James was the plan for right tackle next season, and I know that part of the reason why you're paying Patrick McCary is you think he's got some flexibility, but he's played so well at right tackle this year that I almost don't know that I want to mess with it, right? Like, I'm almost sort of like, I don't know why he wouldn't just be your plan at right tackle moving forward. So in hindsight, for sure, no doubt, on the whole, I'm running the ball more given how well they ended up running the ball once they started doing it and the fact that the Steelers' run defense is terrible. So on, on big picture, yes. The issue I do have, and to your point, Rita, like when we bring that up, it, it's glaring. We say things like, 
well, it's three straight plays inside the three-yard line. You don't pass, you don't run on any of them. Well, they again, they should have scored a touchdown on second down. And if they do, we're not having this I, I conversation. I just feel like both things can be true, though. I can, I can, I don't know why we can't say, well, why can't they run the ball at least one time there, and then also admit that, well, the one time that they did pass and it did and, and it looked well, like it worked, it wasn't executed. Right. So then we say, what we're then we're saying, okay, so you ran a play that they should have been a touchdown, and then. You know, obviously, you don't have a third down if that works, um, which, again, it did. The guy just dropped the ball. It's on Hollywood Brown. He just dropped the ball. Um, then you go to third down, and you don't have a choice because at that point, you don't have a timeout left. You have no other option. You have to throw the ball now on third down. So I guess the real question is, why didn't you run the ball on first down? That's what and I'm that, asking. That's what, instead of, and I think that's what we're saying. We're, instead of saying it was three downs. because th- I'm just making the point that there, at no point that they say, I'm going to run these uh, run a ball on one of these, not in one. That's all I'm saying. I just think the circumstances are too unique to be able to throw it out there in a damning way, right? Okay. Like, it's the, the circumstances there are too – for me to use that, you had three plays from the three-yard line, you got to ignore the fact that, like, on third down, they couldn't run the ball. They didn't have a choice. There was no option there left for them to run the ball because if they don't score a touchdown, they can't kick a field goal Correct. at that point. So, like, when we, when we throw that out there and try to indemnify somebody over it, it doesn't work for me because we're completely dis- dismissing context when we do that, right? The context is you couldn't – there was no choice for them on third down. Now, again, it generically – should I, do I think they should have been run the ball more? Yeah, I, generically I do. Generically I do. But generically, I think Hollywood Brown's got to catch the effing football when the ball hits him in the end zone sure. and he's wide open. He also got to catch the ball when he has it in his hands before Minka Fitzpatrick comes in and knocks it out before he goes out of bounds. I'm, I'm with you on that too. He's, he's right there, right? Like, he has it in his hands. It's you in his hands. It. 100%. You got to hold on to that ball. Um, I'm with you. Both of those are on him. Both of those, not on Tyler Huntley. Both of those are on him. Now, what's on Tyler Huntley? The other one that you all are screaming about. When they're having success running the ball, they have a lead in the second half, and they call a pass play, and Tyler Huntley gets intercepted in the end zone. And well, you're, you're running the ball and having so much success. Why do you throw the ball? Yo, if, if you – the idea that you just kick out all the pass plays and say we're never going to throw the ball right, again, right. get the F out of there with that. Well, And you have Rashad Bateman standing open. so bloody wide open on that play. Wide open. I, I've never seen anything like it. That's not my – so in that uh, – I do not like the overall play calling, Glenn. Let me say that. Mm-hmm. I, do, I felt like that, like you and I talked about this, and I felt like they should have had more RPOs. I felt like they should have had um, some earlier runs, uh, uh, plays that they had going on. They didn't make any type of adjustment on that until after the second half. Um, but my thing, I don't really have an issue with that play. Um, what I have an issue with is the guy who uh, is the quarterback decides to throw a ball to a man it's who is un- not open. That's my it's issue. It's all on him. That's entirely so, so, on him. So on that particular play, I don't have an issue yep. with Greg Roman but this is, there. But, Although, but, but like, Rita, we do this. today, we I do had the, an issue When with something's working, we just scream, and you do something else, you scream about it. The idea that you can just toss all of the pass plays out and never Can't call a pass play. I agree. Stop it. I agree with that. Stop it. I agree with that. But I felt like in the beginning of the game, they, they called too many pass plays. On the whole, I'm not – on the whole, I don't have any problem with saying I think they, today they probably should have run the ball a little bit more. Now, again, that becomes circumstantial, right? You have to go back, pick, and choose. If this holds, by the way, none of this would have mattered anyway, None of this right? matters. Of course, uh, and you know what? I actually hope that this – I hope Miami wins so we, we don't impact. have to have this conversation. Yeah, but then, again, this, it, this does not eliminate the Steelers either. Only tonight could do that. That's true. All right, let's try to get to your comments. I promise. I know they're coming in. We've got a lot of them coming in. Um, age. No, I'm skipping age. I'm sorry. Uh, Jeff, uh, mercifully over onto a healthier team next year. 
Rita, this is the boring part because the boring part to me is this is not hard. This is not hard having the postseason conversation about the Baltimore Ravens. There are individual decisions they're going to have to make. There are things they're going to have to do. But on the whole, we know what happened this year. They came unglued because they lost their team. And for the most part, I think the team that they had built was worthy of competing for a championship. So y'all want big changes, y'all want to do drastic things, y'all can scream and do whatever you want. And I can't promise you that there won't be. I don't know that. I haven't reported on any of that. I can't promise they won't do something crazy. But on the whole, what do I think they should do? I think they should try to get their team healthy, come back for next year, and go try to win a Super Bowl that they had a chance to win this year. On the whole, that's what I think they should do. Mm -hmm. I think they should pay Lamar, get their team back healthy. They have a few things they've got to address. They, they desperately need Ronnie Stanley to be some mod, some version of Ronnie Stanley. If they didn't draft nothing but trenches and a safety in this upcoming draft, Glenn, I promise you I would not I, care. I've been trying to think about, like, so it's the first time we've ever gone into a draft ever in Ravens history and said we don't think wide receiver is a priority. And the crazy, right? Like, it's it, the first it feel, time it, ever. It feels good. There is, I was talking about this with uh, Sam and Andrew earlier today on Twitter, there is the small part of me that wonders if this isn't the offseason. If you've decided that you're not paying big money to Hollywood Brown, if like internally you've started flushing out how this is going to look like after you pay Lamar Jackson his money, and you said, well, the guy that we're just not going to be paying ridiculous sums of money to is Hollywood Brown, right? Like, he's good, but we don't think we can justify. And I would probably say at the moment, I hear you, right? Like, I think Hollywood Brown's a really good football player. But I, I think Rashad Bateman is a more talented player. I get it. As to this point, he has not had the success that Hollywood Brown has had. But he's got more talent to me overall than Hollywood Brown has. And if you're saying we think that moving forward we're going to have to build around him as the centerpiece. and Oh, you mean if they have to make a decision. Right. Mm-hmm. I would almost argue that maybe you start thinking about trading Hollywood Brown now to capitalize on what you can get back. Now, there's the flip side argument is you I, don't. I'm not arguing that. I, I'm not arguing with well, you the, on that. The flip side argument. Let's give it one more year. Yes, because you have the opportunity. Pick up his fifth year option. Yes, pick up the fifth year option and try to trade him next yep, offseason. I agree. It's just that at that point, you're telling you know like it's they that team that gets him knows it's going to be 14 million dollars for that year. They're going to have to pay him. You're not going to get the same value trading him next offseason that you would trading him this offseason. But it is the trade-off that he could be one more piece to help you win a Super Bowl yes, next year. And yes. that's that's the tricky I don't have an issue with that, Glenn. Like I I do like uh, to me Hollywood is a little bit too inconsistent for my liking. And and I think that he is a very good football player. Um but sometimes he gets in his own way. Too many times have we had a conversation about him this year dropping passes, dropping touchdowns. The Detroit game is one that comes yep. to mind. Then, then, then now this game. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think he's a really good football player. I, I said that. I said that. So I want us to be clear about how we're saying this, right? right. Like how you wanted me to be clear about yep. the, the whole past and stuff. Yep. Yep. I want us to be clear that we believe that Hollywood Brown is a very good football player. Yes. But if it comes to who you would like to build around, I think that Rashad Bateman is a better football player. And then you can have guys like Prochet, who whatever reason is continuously inactive, finally get active because Sammy probably won't be here next year. Mm-hmm. Then you get Duvernay. Mm-hmm. Then you get other guys that, that can that can play on the outside, play and in a by spot. By the way, I would be looking for another Sammy Watkins type in free agency. Sure, absolutely. A, a, a lesser cost guy. Right, right. 
to put around these guys. I think the Hollywood question is an interesting one only because it's we don't we don't know what's even out there. And yeah. you also have to keep in mind there's a personal relationship with him and Lamar Jackson well, that does complicate yes, it. it does. Like it complicates it for sure. Yep. Um, a high draft pick that Eric DaCosta will probably use on an over. All right, thank you. It's AJ. I'm sorry. I keep doing that. <laughs> uh, KZ, it's over. Richard Huntley is not the answer. We certainly agree on that. But again, I, I still think that he's your backup quarterback next year. I don't think that you – this. there was a moment where I said something to Rita like, Rita, I'm starting to wonder – like, it was so bad today, and the final possession of the last game was so bad that there's a small part of me that's like, can you ever trust that guy in a game where you have to win – I think I need to be fair and say, like, give him the opportunity to spend the offseason working on some things. I still think that Tyler Huntley is your backup quarterback next year. I don't think you're bringing in competition. No, I don't think that that's necessary, though. Right. I don't I don't consider no, that like, They be- also have 10 draft picks, Rita. And, like, if they used a sixth-round pick on one more quarterback to put in the room, uh, okay. You know, like, I I listen, and, and who knows if that player isn't a player that you wouldn't think highly of at some point. Uh, Bill, the Ravens didn't deserve to be in the playoffs. Harbaugh should go coach at me. There you go, Bill. J- fire John Harbaugh. Uh, uh, it don't, didn't take don't, us long. Didn't, don't, I didn't read it. I didn't read ahead. Post, uh, don't I, don't read, I'm, I'm reading them live, don't Rita. Read I'm reading them live. Another, if you see John Harbaugh's name, just skip over it. Don't read another fire John Harbaugh. Get that shit out of my I, face. I'm with Get you. It out of I, my it's face. on me. I didn't proofread. I just started reading. And That's on get me. The fu- Ooh, oh, go. boy. Oh, you're going with the big ones. Oh, <laughs> Rita I didn't get it all the way you out. You were just doing church organ music earlier. I didn't we were just in church. We didn't, no, we didn't, but we out of church now. Yeah. I, I didn't get it all the way out. I stopped myself. No, get, get that out of here, man. Get no, that I'm, out of I'm, here. I'm I, we're not entertaining it. We're nonsense. not entertaining John Harbaugh being fired. We're not. Because the second he gets fired, he's getting picked up by the Giants, the Jags, or whoever everyone, else. Everyone. So shut up. John, just as I expected today, thank goodness the season is over. Yes. All you fools acting like Huntley was going to be the savior go on with your lives <laughs> I, you know you know what glenn i'm gonna tell you something i was hoping that people finally i was hoping that the bandwagoners was like jumping off the wagon mm-hmm. i hope that anybody that like jumped on late or like jumped on since lamar has been on and then he struggled yep Go ahead and find it. Go, go. I hope the Bengals are your new team or something. <laughs> go, do, go, do, go do something else with your time. It, it take a look because us being Ravens fans or Ravens media or whatever you are right. affiliated with the Ravens, this, this has been how this has franchise has always been. Yeah, it's always been I, nail biters. Twenty nineteen was an anomaly. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's what y'all don't understand. So if you new to this, you ain't true to this. <laughs> that's fair. All that is fair. All that is fair. We used to this by now. If you've been around since ninety six or if you've been around since 03, because some of y'all some babies. You know, you know what, it be, what what it's been like. These, this is how the Ravens have been before John Harbaugh even stepped foot in there. The one thing, though, that you can say is that those guys play hard for him, and they didn't give up. He just didn't have enough. Good they didn't have a football co- team. They, they did not collectively. Have an, they didn't have enough good players to to pull off what they, they could have pulled off. They were playing with the Jacksonville Jaguars roster, but not even. Yes, like they were. Man, stop. And and, and so I know this is contrary to y'all's popular. It's hard. This is contrary to your popular belief because I know that y'all hate everybody right now and and your emotions are talking and you want everybody fired. But literally they stayed in games against a number one seed of the NFC, a number two seed of the NFC, and their division rivals. So my thing is is that two weeks in a row, and again, this is not me blaming Huntley by any means. Let Let me be clear. But two weeks in a row, the backup quarterback made a play that potentially 
changed the dynamic of the 100%. football game. The first, last week was the the pick that he threw right before yep. halftime, and they and the um, Rams went up and scored 100. right before the um yep. before the halftime, and then today was the pick in the end zone to Mark Andrews. I need y'all to understand that. These guys play hard because they like the coaches that they play with. And, look, do I want to see some offensive um, philosophy change? Sure. But we have to be careful what we ask for in these types of situations because guys play – it's not like these guys aren't playing. And it's not like they're not putting guys in positions to make plays at the same time. We'll talk more about that in a second because, obviously, I know that the Greg Roman thing is going to come up more in comments. We'll talk more about that in a yeah. second, Rita. Um Ken, I know y'all, everybody on the internet that just wants to see chaos, wants to the, the do the bit with the Raiders and the Chargers, just all take. It's not happening. It is not happening. Because if it were to happen, the NFL would see to it that no one involved with it ever participated in another we NFL game. Tie? The scenario that people keep no, stop it. You're wasting and they internet. are division rivals. You think that they gonna have a conversation it's like, "Hey, you want to tie this game?" That's no. the, and that's definitely the reason they should. Somebody, somebody cold and calculating say, ah, "You just got to do what's best for you. Get into the playoffs. Stop it." And the NFL this week made sure of it and even sent out a memo reminding everyone there is actually a clause that exists where the commissioner can declare a forfeit. And put another team in the playoffs instead. So let's not do that. And not only that, Stop the, wasting Raiders, your breath. the Raiders got their ass beat, I believe, by the Chargers the first time. Yeah. So don't you think that they oh, want no, that payback? It's nonsense. It's don't you nonsense. think that they We're want it? They're at, they're at um, Vegas, I believe, today. Yep. So why why do you think that they're just going to no. have a conversation about time? I want to beat your ass the way you beat mine. Now, the good news for the NFL is that if the Ravens have won this game, then the problem was going to be the Raiders would have already clinched. So tonight's and, and, right, game. Right, so now tonight's game matters. Yeah, I tonight's think. game actually does matter. That's right. the good news for the NFL is they almost got, they almost, you know, really got their pants pulled down because there was the scenario where they build up around this final game of the season and right. the Raiders are like, yeah, we're not playing our guys because it don't matter to us. And then there's tons of egg on the NFL space. So they got saved by the Steelers winning this game today. Um, Ken says, uh, Villanueva, Watkins, Young, and Marquise can all leave now. Um, look. Who, who's the list? Villanueva, Watkins, Tavon Young, and Hollywood Brown. Damn, what Tavon Young do? I mean, Tavon Young's never really played well enough to justify the contract he was given to begin with, Tavon, right? Like, but Tavon Young playing outside. He, that's I, not what he's supposed to do. Uh, even when he was playing inside, he was not playing at the level. That it, he never justified the money. Now, that being said, I'm not in a rush to get rid of Tavon Young either. Like, let's sit down. I, don't even, I haven't even looked at it. It's just not even a thought that I've had. I'd have to sit down and see what that looks like, and I'll go from there. Um, Villanueva, they signed him for another year, and they'll probably look at it and say... We can still use the depth, but there can be no nothing. They can't do anything this offseason that involves a scenario where Alejandro Villanueva has to play. They can't. They can't think of along those lines. If he's their fourth tackle, if he's just a guy that's an emergency, they probably can't keep a fourth tackle that has no flexibility, can't play another position. Yeah, you know what? A stronger argument, but they got to wait and see for sure that Ronnie Stanley can play. They, this can't be like last year where they thought that. They've got to. They've got to know for sure that Ronnie Stanley can play. Yeah. Um, John Lamar is the man. Pay him uh, one thousand. One thousand percent. Um, Listen, his mama can can go right now and to that stadium and tell Steve Shotty, "Hey, I'm gonna call you tomorrow." 
<laughs> as, as, as Stephen Shotty and uh, Eric DaCosta, I'm going to call you tomorrow. And guess what? They better give whatever it is that she says that she wanted, they better give it to her. Yep. Because I know y'all didn't watch these last few weeks and say that is the future. And again, I can, I know I keep saying this is no disrespect because it's not. But the disrespect that y'all have had for Lamar is disgusting and sickening. And you can't tell me that at least two of those games would have been won had we had our starting quarterback. And then we wouldn't even have this problem. We would be in the playoffs. The the step beyond it, Rita. And again, I brought the people that are like, no, no, no. It's not even that I think Ty, I just want. There's no. They don't have to pay him this offseason. They control him. Correct. They've got the fifth year, and then they can, you know, tag him after that if they need to be. They've got all the leverage, so just don't pay him. Just don't pay him. Make him play better next year. And it's what I said before. That's that sounds great when you say it, right? Mm-hmm. And once upon a time, you did that with Joe Flacco. But that was but his the, choice. That it, wasn't because exact. it wasn't because they that that was what they chose and to do. Because Joe Flacco knew at the moment that, right. that if he went out on the open market, he w- was not necessarily going to be the most desirable guy there because he hadn't proven it to that level. Lamar Jackson would love to be on the open market right now. Absolutely. Would love. Because somebody's going to give him a blank check and say, what would you like? There's, Here it is. There's some team right now that is ready to, to risk it all for Russell Wilson. They're ready to risk everything for Russell Wilson. Version. Correct. You think that team wouldn't risk even more for Lamar Jackson? And Lamar, who just turned 25 just days ago. The Glenn. Minnesota Vikings, the Denver Broncos wouldn't bend over backwards for a shot at Lamar Jackson. You guys. They're just going to pay him. They just have to pay him. Yes. Just figure out what the number is, pay him, and then start making your decisions north, otherwise. North start talking. forty million. Right. Start talking about whatever care, it's going to be. I don't care if you don't like it. I don't care about what you think about the salary cap. Guess what? The sun rises and sets on the quarterback's ass. Because like Glenn said at the beginning of this podcast, if you don't have a good quarterback, you, you have, have nothing. No chance. No chance. Give him whatever he wants. Casey Willett, remember when everyone wanted Troy Smith to start until he actually started? Yeah, I mean, I get Casey. The difference <laughs> being, I, I appreciate Casey checking in, and and Casey's right. The difference I being, do remember that, they by didn't the way. really have a quarterback then, right? Like at least then you could say the argument was You're talking about the 07? This is like the 07. This, when yeah. Steve McNair goes down, yeah. they don't have a quarterback, yeah. and they didn't know what Joe Flacco was until Joe Flacco started playing. He wasn't right? even like, remember Joe didn't get drafted till 008. Yep. Steve's, uh, I mean, Troy Smith was there. Right. So prior to that. So there were a lot of play Troy Smith. There were a lot of, you know, give him, he was a Heisman Trophy winner. Give him a shot. The difference being now there's an actual quarterback and people were pulling this nonsense. Yeah. Now you've got the answer and you're still just. It's so stupid. Just stupid. Ken follows up. So now that the season is over, a few things. The coach is getting a pass on this season is fine. The game plan was wrong from the jump. Asking Huntley to do things he can't I do agree. is a problem. Yep. To some extent, I agree with that. At some point, this is if that's the case, if that really is the case, then he can't be your backup quarterback. So, okay, let me go with you because I actually kind of agree with, with your point. Maybe not necessarily in this, but okay. Let me say this because you know a lot of people have had issues with the Ravens going for um, two-point conversions and doing things of such, right, with backups. And I guess I don't have an issue with that generally because – I think that you have to treat your all your players the same. Right. And what he has to do is instill confidence in the guys that, that he's coaching. And so if they feel confident that they can make those plays, then he's going to do that. If if they feel confident and he turns around and goes against what, what they say that they were willing to do, mm-hmm. that kind of causes an issue. And so I think that you do have to kind of instill some type of confidence in your players. Now, I will say this, though, Glenn. 
I got to go back to last week again. Mm-hmm. I did not like the call and for him to throw the ball down the field when he threw the interception before um, halftime. I hated it. I think you got to just you just got to play smart football there, get the ball down the field, kick a field goal and now you push now you make the Rams kind of push back. I did it was unnecessary. And uh, and to me that's something that Lamar can do. I don't like that call there. I don't disagree that it's unnecessary. It was very unnecessary. He's your and he's your backup. I don't Not only is it unnecessary, he can't make those throws that that eight can. I I hear what you're saying. It he's still the idea that like the assumption is that you're gonna just whoever is playing quarterback is going to make a throw that poor. I, I can't make that assumption, right? Like I I'm looking to hit a home run and if it's there and by the way, Hollywood Brown did have his man beat, right? Like Hollywood Brown was open. <sighs> It, if it's, it's there, I'm taking the chance. But it, if, it, it, okay, but th- that guy can't do what I, the other guy does. And, it w- again, it's an unnecessary play because what you should have done was just melodically move down the field, let the clock run down, kick the field goal, and now it's halftime. And, and the argument, you obviously, play smart. look, in, in hindsight, is clearly overwhelming. I would, I would no, say. No, I said that right then and there. And I get that. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to accuse you. <laughs> I'm saying more like in, in now, if you view it now, it's overwhelming. That's what you should have done. In the moment, I would say, I hear you, but that play was there to be made. Uh, and and I get it. It's not but, his but strength. But why, though? But and that's my say- But Okay, why, though, Glenn? Why not just take the time off the clock? That's what I'm saying. What was the point of that? What was the point of being deg- aggressive in that moment? That's the part that I don't I get. I mean, scoring a touchdown. Like, you yeah. can score a touchdown and get some time off the clock at the same time. Man, I don't, they, they, it time, was a lot of time left. Well, as you saw at the end of the game, they were not really capable of doing things in those moments. No, 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 right? no, no but like, that happened at the end of the game. I know. This, what I'm saying is what that play that, that happened at that moment was unnecessary because you didn't need to be aggressive in that moment. You needed to be smart. And that's what I'm and, and my thing is is that maybe Lamar can make those types right. of plays. Well, of course, yes. That dude can't make those right. types of plays. And that's what Ken's point is. And that's and that's what I'm saying. Like, I agree with you for the most part. Like sometimes you just gotta do what it do. But then you sometimes you have to remind yourself. Mm-hmm. This that guy dude ain't Lamar ain't Jackson. This right. dude ain't I get that, that dude. I get so that. I gotta remember to treat this dude like this dude. And that ultimately turned the momentum over in the game, I, and I, those seven points mattered because they lost by right. one. Here's my gut, though, Rita. My gut is if that's really what you're saying, then you're not going to win anyway, right? At some point, these players are going to have to make those types of plays. It, I'm saying at that moment it was not necessary Maybe to not, make that type of you, play. And you it might wasn't. Be, well, you might be right about that, but at some point, if you're going to do anything, you've got to be capable of making these types sure, of plays. Sure, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with the logic of that. But right. what I'm saying is that when those plays are needed, you have to be smart about when you want to do those types of plays. Ken goes on that losing games like Vegas or Miami earlier was the issue. I mean, I guess, Ken, I don't – the Miami thing is it stinks. It stinks to high heavens. But you're going to keep trying to put that on the coaching staff because you want it to be on the coaching staff. And the Miami game was on Lamar Jackson. It was. It was absolutely on Lamar. We've got all of – we have gone back and watched the film overwhelmingly. Yep. The plays were there to be made. Yep. Could they have done something else? Yes. But the things they did work. The quarterback just didn't do it. I agree. And it bugs the S out of me because I like Lamar Jackson, and he's going to be the quarterback. So it, it kills me that it's on him that they lost that game in Miami. I agree. Kills I, compl- me. I completely agree. But it's on him. I agree. Period. I agree. They were all there to be played. All of the plays were there to be made, no matter what you thought of the strategy as a whole. Every single one of them was there to be made. I didn't make them. I agree. Um, 
Jonathan, all, in all the time I have followed your show, I have never once called for Lamar to be replaced with Huntley. What I have said time and time again, with Jackson and the healthy off, even with Jackson and the healthy offense, our play calling ultimately gets the best of the team. Our clock management was poor at times. My point is that our offense will be stagnant unless changes are made. I don't know what that means, Jonathan. <laughs> I, I don't, I, our <laughs> offense will be stagnant. Rita, what in the F are you talking? Not you. Jonathan, what are you talking about stagnant? <laughs> what does that mean, I started, stagnant? I started, the, I started the show saying that they are currently ranked seventh. Even with their offensive strength struggles, they're currently ranked with seventh no on offense. With, with no, no running back. Backs, with no running back. With no offensive line. Half of their offensive line. So I don't know what... What, what is... Stagnant. Do we want? Do we want change? Do you want to see something done better? Do you want to see better play calling? I'm completely fine with all of those things. But what exactly do you? What y'all feel like a lot is missing? And I, I'm saying to you that there's only six or seven other teams that are offensively doing better than the team that you root for. This is the like. I'm gonna try to boil it down to the best way I can boil it down. I've said a bunch of times. I think there is a question this organization can ask about what they want the direction of their offense to be. And if they want to be a team that throws the ball 40 times a game, then Greg Roman shouldn't be the guy that coordinates that offense because that's not what he does. Correct. He doesn't do that. It would be like going to um – it would be – I'm trying to come up with a musical comparison. It would be like if a record company executive came to uh, uh, Meek Mill and (laughs) said to Meek Mill, we want you to be a country singer now. Hold we've, on, wait a minute. We've, we've made a Y'all decision. Y'all thought he was finished? Right, right, there you go. <laughs> we've made a decision that being a country singer is what's best for uh, the record label, so you should do that. If the Ravens want to be a team that throws the ball 40 times a game, then no, Greg Roman shouldn't be the coordinator of that offense. I'm giving you that. Now let's talk about it. Should the Ravens be a team that throws the ball 40 times a game? No, <laughs> no. What? Is, that's what, is that what's best for Lamar Jackson, the Baltimore Ravens. No. And if it ain't, what are we doing? No. What are we doing? No. What? I'm. Y'all can keep doing this all you want, just to say things. <laughs> and by the way, I'm not telling you that it's impossible that Greg Roman isn't. The weird, NFL teams are weird. There are things that happen behind it. I never thought that Mark, uh, that Marty Morningweg was getting fired because I thought he and John Harbaugh were way too close of friends. I didn't think John Harbaugh was going to fire him. But he did. I, there could be relationships I don't know about. It could be that Greg Roman and Lamar Jackson actually don't really like each other all that much. We just never really knew about it because it worked, right? And if that's the case, then he might get fired. I'm not telling you it's impossible. I'm telling you the Ravens got to figure out what's best for them to try to go win a Super Bowl next year because roster-wise – they have good pieces. They have really correct. good pieces. When and healthy. for you to say ripping it up and just doing something else for the sake of doing it, but and what, you don't know what that is. But what, but what is that something? That, uh, they don't know. Are y'all they just come say up not, with these solutions not right. All? They just say okay. great. They'll say something. Go get Joe Brady. <laughs> the dude that got fired. Correct. <laughs> They'll just say any. Go get somebody with some college concepts. Because we're convinced, we've convinced ourselves that if you go get some college concepts, you just go win the Super Bowl, right? That's the way it works. That's the way it works, right? <laughs> just go get some college concepts, you win the Super Bowl. Panthers hired Matt Rule. They've just won a bunch of Super Bowls, right, since they did that, correct? <laughs> That's what's happened. 
Maybe Cliff Kingsbury will win a Super Bowl this year. I don't know. Maybe he will. And I like the Arizona offense. Look, this is the first time. This is how many years has he been? The, this is his third year as a coach. They just finally getting there. So I mean, you know, I, like I, I mean, I, I like it. I like Cliff Kingsbury. I'm not telling you don't Cliff do Kingsbury any of that. Kingsbury also has a lot of really good players, and, and they, and, they and they're much they, better when they got him on the field, right? And they, they're be- they're healthier than this team. So there's that. What is this, Frank? Harbaugh played for the tie at the end of the game instead of the win this week. All year he talked about going for the win. In SMH, he coached scared. What do you? <laughs> I'm sorry, cause it's not. I shouldn't be laughing, but it's funny. <laughs> All right, Frank, I got a suggestion. Go out to Glory Days Grill this week. Get yourself some smoky thigh wings. They're yeah. delicious. They're so good, man. Go out and do that. Maybe just take a break for a little while. <laughs> I mean, I'm really, I'm really trying touch to touch some grass, Frank. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out what play, what you did. You want them? This is. Uh, hang on a second. Let me pull. Let me. I'm gonna pull up the game book real quick. Did you want John Harbaugh to go for it on fourth and nine from his own 47 yard line? I mean, you'll watch the same quarterback that I watched today. <laughs> the, the dude with the two interceptions. You think that? W- was a, is that you think that would have been the smarter decision there? Okay. Do you think they should have gone for it on fourth and ten from their own thirty yard line at the end of the fourth quarter? Is that is that what you think would have been going for the win? <sighs> Glorydaysgrill.com. I'm telling you, the food is really go the smoky thigh wings. I'm not even I don't even need no, normal wings to come back because the smoky thigh wings are that good at Glory Days Grill. Glorydaysgrill.com. That's my suggestion, Frank. Um, uh, Casey, let's get <laughs> stop it. Stop. Casey's trying to mess with us. I love you, Casey. <laughs> uh, da- David, I don't get how all the other times we played for wins, going for two. What are we talking? Today we played to kick a field goal and tie in overtime. After seeing the Steelers, that is that what we're talking about? We're talking about the field goal. We're talking about. Let me go back. Hang on a second. Let me pull this up. Because I this wasn't even a thought that crossed my mind. I said to Rita, and immediately they had to kick the field goal when they did. This would have been with uh, with one thirteen remaining, fourth and two from the Pittsburgh twenty eight yard line. There they didn't on third and two. They got nothing. Yeah. They tried to run Tyler Huntley. They got yeah, nothing. They got nothing. And I said the first thing I said to you is they don't have a choice. They have to kick the field goal here. That's yep. the first thing I said. They you don't did. have the option of lining up and trying to go for it here. They have to kick the field goal. So that apparently is the one that people are trying to talk about as being the spot where they should have gone for it on fourth down. Okay. Could they have? Of course they could have. How confident are you feeling they were going to end up scoring a touchdown even if they convert that fourth down? Did you watch the same offense that I watched? Did you watch the same quarterback uh, that I was watching? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to keep laughing at the mic, but I just I'm like, I, I just keep thinking about like maybe we watch two different games. Oh no, maybe we we watch two different games. I, I mean, know. Uh, you know, in a game where it was very sloppy and rainy, he they they uh, gave him 31 attempts. Glenn, <sighs> Derek, off-topic question. In hindsight, was it a good move to save the draft capital because Lamar is going to get paid and we will lose good players, or should we have used some picks to get better? Seeing we lost the last set. I'm not sure what you're trying to say. In hindsight, was it a good move to save the draft? Oh, you mean not making a trade at the deadline is what you're asking about, Derek. Um, yeah, I mean, you could say in hindsight, if you knew that, obviously, if they knew Lamar Jackson wasn't going to play, then yeah, it was really smart for them to not make a trade. But I think they attempted to. They just weren't able to make a trade. I mean, 
you want to say like, hey, it could be worse. They could have also, you know, traded for Unique Ngakwe midway through the season and had this play out anyway. Yeah, I guess it could be worse. (laughs) It's bad, but you got a good point, Derek. It could be worse. They could have also traded away draft picks. I don't know. Uh, Ken wants you to be mad um, at at, uh, John Harbaugh, not at Greg Roman for running the ball so much. He says the coach had to approve that. That's he wants you to be mad. He wants you to be mad at John Harbaugh. Um, I, I got nothing. Uh, John, the Bradley snap off of the ball off his butt seemed to sum up the season. Yeah, I mean that was tough. And Bradley's <laughs> played well this season. I can't. Oh, but but but, but that's another tough one. And then that irritated me too, Glenn, because Huntley clearly possesses the ball, and then he con- and then he, put- he he goes to get up, sit down. All you had to do, he had the ball. When he gets up, is when he fumbles the ball. He had possession of the ball. It's raining out there. Just take the sack yeah, or whatever yeah, it is. Cut your losses, right? Cut yeah, your losses, you. right there. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. That, see, that's another. Yeah. That's another. It's a young. It's a young. A, a it's young, an inexperienced, inexperienced player trying to force mistake. something that wasn't there to be forced. That's yep. all I'm saying. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, Daryl wants to go back to that end of the half situation. Uh, the point, the play to Marquise that was dropped, was that's the reason to keep running the ball. Running was working. It wasn't yet. They didn't start. Wor- no. It wasn't working until they, the second it, half. It didn't really work. Now again, the in, half, in hindsight, to say if you had, it might have worked. I don't have a problem with right. that, Daryl. I'll give you that. But it wasn't working then. I just think on first down, you at least got a, a, a first or second down. You got to at least try to run the ball one of those times. Uh, to the point, but Hollywood was more of a gamble than running it, even if he was open at a chance to the TD. No, no, it's not. Stop. A wide open receiver in the NFL in the end zone is not more of a gamble than just trying to run the ball and see what happens. No. Again, to your point, like should they have run the ball more as a whole? I'm with you. But that's not more of a gamble. I get it. Hollywood Brown's had his issues. It's not more of a gamble to have a wide open wide receiver in in the in the end zone in the NFL. Like we're just we're just sort of saying things, trying to make our argument. The play worked. We have to be. We have to say it. The, the execution was not there. You still, if you still don't want to like Greg Roman, I don't need you to like. I'm not that's even correct. This is the funniest part about it. People think that I'm a, a, some sort of Greg Roman uh, uh, apologist. I'm not. I don't think Greg Roman's the greatest thing that ever happened to football. But I think that we have I just to start have to deal giving, with reality. Right. We have to start putting accountability where it, it, it goes. And the accountability in that particular case is on Marquis It's Brown. one person. He has to catch the ball. Right. Because then we don't have this conversation and they score seven instead of scoring three. I mean, I don't really understand why we're even doing this about Greg Roman. Greg Roman is not the person that also threw the pick because right. he, he designed to have Rashard Bateman wide open. wide open. Wide open. That play works. So, yes, Greg Roman, had, Greg Roman really upset me today because I did not like the fact that they didn't run more right. i felt like that that was necessary based on the conditions based on the team that you were playing based on who you had playing however however there were times where he designed some things that would have been effective or, or should have been or should have been effective and the execution was the issue and not the play call and why can't both things be true it's not black and white. It's a lot of nuance that ain't comes hard. to sports. It ain't. I mean, it's really not hard. It's not. I do think the Bozeman thing's an interesting conversation, right? Because he's going to get money. Like, he's going to get real money. He played well. Um, you know, Obviously, he's a high-level human being to boot. Like, he's going to be somebody the team's going to want to give a bunch of money to. And I do think it's a tough spot for the Ravens to be in, right? Because you love Bradley Bozeman. He's earned another contract. And... You hate to have one more question mark on your offensive line, right? But I think this goes into the – I think there is a world in which you almost end up saying to yourself, man, he's probably going to get priced out of Baltimore. Who, um, Bozeman? Bozeman. I, 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 I'm, I'm starting to lean towards the idea 
that like I'm not saying don't try to bring him back. I want to try to bring sure, him back. Absolutely. But I'm starting to lean towards the idea that he's going to get priced out of Baltimore. And could that hurt them? Yeah, it could. I think Tristan Colon Castillo played well enough when he's been asked to play that you don't necessarily if Bradley Bozeman gets priced out of Baltimore, you don't have to find in the first couple of rounds in the draft another center. It's a risk that you're taking. He's not I don't think Tristan Colon Casillo is, you know, Marquise Pouncey either, right? Like <laughs> but I think he played well enough that I'd be willing to give him a shot. We fly through some of these. Daryl, uh, Lamar raised the status uh, with us without even taking a snap. He was eight and three. Yep. <laughs> yes, it. We all agree. Uh, Derek, in general, everyone wants to fire the coaches, but the same amount of venom is not given to the players. What we're talking about. That's it. We lost seven games by single digits. In football games, That's somebody it. needed to make one play but didn't. That's all in it. all, this was why this football is a team game. Teams lose and teams win. I think because of all the injuries, both coordinators should come back. It, I mean, it really... It, it's, it's a collective effort, Glenn. I think that that's the problem that I have with all of these comments about fire this, fire that, who did... Right. Because y'all don't put enough energy into the dudes that actually, when they are put in positions to execute and they don't do that, you don't give those same energies. Yep. You don't. Yep. And that's my problem. I'm completely... Well, because we own their jerseys. Because we like them. Uh, okay, I, I like a like lot them. of people. But yep. if but if you do... I like you, Glenn, but if you say something stupid no, you, you, you got to call me out for it. I'm going to call you out for it. And, that's what, and you should do the same for me. 100%. And that shouldn't change me liking you or you liking me. It should just be that's us your job, right. being two people saying, hey... That wasn't right. Yep. And that's just what people do. So yep. so y'all like to blame the coaches, but guess what? At the end of the day, the coaches is not out there playing the football. The execution has to be out there, and it starts literally. The, the guy's got a block. The guy, these Everybody has a position. Yep. And everybody has a space. You got to do your job. And so we love the – although today, yes, Greg Roman can kiss my ass. <laughs> I have not been that person for a good part of the season because right. I've gone to a couple football games and I've seen that guys have been open and the and the guy and the quarterback has not been able to get the guy, the ball to those guys. That is an execution problem and it's not Correct. a Greg Roman problem. Correct. That's a fact. All right, we got to take a break. We're so far. I, man, I hate the fact this game went to overtime today. We'll come back in. I'll go through the rest of your comments, I promise. Even YouTube people, I promise. I'm getting to you. I've been starting on Facebook. I got to get to the YouTube people. Everybody's chiming in today. I'll get to you, I promise. Project Game Day post game show. Season's over for the Ravens. Window Depot Baltimore provides the highest quality pro via windows, doors, and siding for all budgets. The best is finally affordable. Call them today for a free in-home consultation at 410-941-3499. They also offer Zoom and FaceTime consultations in an effort to practice social distancing. A proud sponsor of the Tyus Bowser Show, you can find out more at windowdepotbaltimore.com. I love driving my tractor trailer, and just like you, I just want to make it to my destination safely. If you drive too closely to my truck, I can't see you, and you can't see what's in front of me. If I have to brake suddenly, our lives can be changed forever. If a truck stops quickly, can you? Don't tailgate trucks. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation, State Highway Administration. Sports fans, the wait is over. The all-new FanDuel Sportsbook is now open at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. This is your chance to win big right in your own backyard. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks and watch all of the action from the best seat in the house. Make every moment more at the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit MD Gambling. Help.org. 
The latest issue of Press Box is available now, and it's our very special annual Best of Issue on the cover. We celebrate Justin Tucker as our Mo Gabba Sports Person of the Year, honoring his historic on-field achievements, but also the unprecedented relationship he shared with Baltimore. Inside, we recognize the top people, performances, and moments of 2021, including Cedric Mullins' incredible season and the dominance of local Paralympic athletes. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores. And you can always find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. From all of the biggest games to the smallest events, make every bet worth your while at MyBookie. Start by doubling your first deposit instantly with MyBookie's first deposit bonus up to $1,000. Double your money before you even place a bet, and all you have to do is sign up and deposit using the exclusive promo code PRESSBOX at MyBookie.ag. If your first deposit is $100, MyBookie adds $100 so you can start with $200 to play with. If your first deposit is $1,000, MyBookie adds $1,000 so you can start with $2,000 to play with. With tons of great games and prop bets to take advantage of this week, there is truly something for everyone. Don't wait any longer. Head to MyBookie today to redeem your double deposit bonus so you can start winning big today. That's promo code PRESSBOX to receive double your first deposit instantly in your account. No hassle, no wait. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Glory Days Grill's winter seasonal menu is back with comfort classics like their house-made meatloaf and short rib grilled cheese. It also features the center-cut sirloin with grilled shrimp, the char-grilled pork tenderloin, grilled meatloaf sandwich, smoky thigh wings with Alabama barbecue sauce, and a Brussels and bacon appetizer. All of these items pair well with Devil's Backbone 8-point IPA or their anniversary IPA brewed by Devil's Backbone. And try their seasonal cocktails, Blood Orange Burger, Bourbon Cider, Apple Ginger Mule, and Captain's Hot Cider. Find out more and get your order in today at glorydaysgrill.com. Great food, good sport. All right, back in here on the Project Game Day postgame show. Glenn and Rita with you after the Ravens lose to the Steelers to wrap up the season. Uh, Bill, it's crazy to me that some people think our injuries had no bearing on this season. Of course, there are other factors, but we're competing with our practice squad. Bill, you get the gold star today. Bill, too much like right, Bill. Listen to you having some logic. My God. Listen to Bill. Somebody somebody always chimes in. They love it when I do this. These aren't the Ravens. These are some dudes. You're mad at it because you watched what you think is a Ravens game and you're not capable of saying to yourself, these aren't actually the Ravens. Well, I saw a lot of people today on the timeline on Twitter saying, um, you know, I don't care if these guys aren't starters and they don't have heart. And and I was just like, I'm so confused because I don't the heart I don't think is the issue. I think it's the fact that these are guys that don't play. Generally, these are guys that we don't see play regularly. It's cold. It's rainy. They, it's been five quarters. And for the most part, I thought that the, the defense did, because they were specifically talking about defense. Mm-hmm. And, and and I was like, I thought that the defense did as good as the job Busting as they could have. The offense is who needed to pick them up. I mean, look, and they weren't able to do so. I would have loved there to have been a little bit more pressure on Ben Roethlisberger at the end of the game. But these are dudes that have played for well, five then, quarters, well, and the, their players are all gone. And then when they did, they weren't getting to them, Glenn. I mean, like, you no, know. When they were sending right they, when they, when they, were, they sending. were sending them they weren't get they weren't getting to them so i mean my thing is it's like these guys like away didn't play today there were guys on all level on every level on defense that didn't play today i don't know why y'all can't give them the benefit of the doubt these are not your guys that you're going to see next year yes. or hopefully you won't see the next majority year. of them the, are correct so you just have to understand that you know uh, the not having heart part i mean they lost by three points <laughs> 
I don't know. Like, what does that mean? Without any of their dudes. With almost the end. And, and, and more at going the end today. Of the fifth quarter. Almost yes. at the end of the fifth quarter. I just don't know what y'all want from guys that aren't going to be your starters next year. Scott, Steve Bishotti should have run down to the field with a blank check and handed it to Lamar after the game. ASAP. Immediately. Now, Paul says Lamar does not deserve the money that Patrick Mahomes got. Paul, I, there's two different things here. This is why we try to make ourselves seem so smart when we have these conversations. It's not hard. The NFL works in a very easy way. Are you the next quarterback that gets paid? This is the amount of money that it's going to cost. Correct. Now, the unique part about Patrick Mahomes is the to- totality of the figures that were involved because he did a 10-year deal. And his mo- and the money in the 10-year deal can change. Correct. It's extraordinarily unlikely that anybody else is going to do a 10-year deal. So in that way, you're right. Lamar Jackson probably won't get the Patrick Mahomes contract because n- name the quarterback that – the next quarterback that signed didn't do 10 years. I think that was – um. Um, Prescott, at, correct? Uh, at, or or Allen? Allen definitely. Saw, I don't. Me- I don't remember who was. I think Pre- I thought it was Mahomes, then Prescott, and oh, then yes. Allen after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying more. I guess I'm right. saying more but recently. Saying. Allen. We, we, right. We've got the Josh Allen contract is probably the guiding light. Yep. For the Ravens, and it might be that they're saying, okay, well, Josh Allen hasn't been MVP. We want a little bit more than that. Okay, well, that might be what it costs. Like that's that's the deal, man. Like. They've got that money. That's what they want. Why wouldn't Lamar Jackson's camp want Patrick Mahomes' money? Yeah, I mean, Why he might at least he? ask for it. But it's insane. Why I'm, wouldn't a, I'm he? asking for more than what Dak Prescott got, I'll tell you that. I definitely know I'm better than Dak, Dak Prescott or I've accomplished more than Dak Prescott has so far. Of course I'm doing that. And it's easy for us to say, well, we don't think that's – we think that Patrick Mahomes is better. So because we think that Patrick Mahomes is better, we think that he shouldn't get as much money. It's just not how the system works. It doesn't. The system works. This is the money. You pay it or you don't. You pay the market, and that's that's how this works. It Correct. Doesn't, it's, it's not about who um, you think should get what money. It just doesn't. It's not work a meritocracy. No, it's not. It's a quarterback-driven market. market. It's a market. This is the way it goes. Once the money's here, you pay that, or you don't have a quarterback. One way or the other. So do, you, so do you want to go back to the projects? Would you like to go back to the trailer park? Because I do not. It's an option. I, I do not. I'm, I would prefer to not. I like living in the penthouse myself. Okay. I'm good with that. I hey. got that. Give me that brownstone. And I'm you, down with that and brownstone. And you, you would hope like a guy like Peyton Manning, he comes around and, and, and gets that monkey off his back and then he can move yes. forward. I hope so. I hope so. But I know I've got a chance yep. because I've got Lamar Jackson. Absolutely. And we'll go from there. And if, if they don't draft well, they're going to be screwed. They're going to be screwed. But the bit where we're going to pretend like it's because the quarterback was the problem, that I, not here. You ain't getting me to do that. If they don't draft well, that's on them. Yep. That's on them. Yep. We, we all want to go back and make it seem like it's Joe Flacco's fault that they drafted Arthur Brown. <laughs> we're so, we've been so screwed by or this because we allowed so Kindle many. Sergio Correct. Insert <laughs> Terrence Cody, all of them. Kalechio Semele was the best. Oh, yep. The best. Not the best, because he was one of the better uh, players. Of, edu- yes. of the of the fir- the top two round picks in those years, he was one of the ones that worked, and that's unfair because that was before they paid Joe Flacco. That that was the last draft or the second the right. draft before that they paid right. Joe Flacco. Um, uh, Ken, I didn't say the Miami game was on the coaches. I was saying the opposite. I don't know what you're saying, then, Ken. I'm sorry, but I love you. <laughs> and I don't, I don't. We love you, Ken. I love you. That's all I got for you. I love you, and we will be talking about it with you next year. I promise you that. Uh, that's a whole different story for another day, though, pal. Uh, Paul, if we can get Aaron Rodgers, would you trade Lamar? Hell We're no. just saying anything. No. We're just saying anything. Do just you, say it. Please leave us alone. Next, Will for. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, all right. We already did it. For all for y'all who are making Glenn and Rita crazy, end that start Tyler Huntley and don't re-sign Lamar talk now. 
Yes. Uh, from Reverse, Greg Roman is officially gone. Well, I, I mean, unless you know something, I don't. <laughs> like, I, I don't see nothing on my I, phone that's that he got fired. Seen, I ain't seen anything that suggests that that's true, man. So, uh, I mean. You know, let me if, go look. But if you want it to be true, like if that's the way it is, you're just trying to manifest. Then yeah. That's for you, man. I, I got I got nothing else. That's for you. Uh, all that John Harbaugh said after the game, Tavon Young tweaked his hamstring. Nah, he didn't really say anything. What about, I, what about Tyus? Tyus, that's the one I would like to know a bit, little bit more about, but I'm guessing they have to get um, some tests done before yeah. they'll have an answer on that. Uh, Nick Kelly, thank you both for being the voice of reason all season. Can't wait for Lamar to be back next year. Watch out. You know, I... <laughs> I think Glenn and I are trying to be the voice of reason because you hear so much junk. With theatrics. We, we get theatrical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, right. talking about, I'm just talking about the content in, itself, yes. right? With all these other shows that you guys consume, I feel like is a bunch of baloney, right? And I'm not talking about local. I'm not, this is not me, yes. you know, crapping no. on. I'm talking about like from a national standpoint, people just... Look at a stat line and then have a conversation. And by the way, it, the the thing with Joe Flacco is the eternal argument about this. National people spend all the world talking about the Ravens were doomed by Joe Flacco's contract. And it none of them did. are paying enough attention to go back and look at the draft history. But, that's, but this is what I'm saying. But they perpetuated this notion, right, that now seeps into Ravens fans. Yes. And they say, well, you can't pay a quarterback. Yep. look. Yep. It seeps in. The idea you believe the problem is paying the quarterback. You you also you guys also believe that they couldn't like repay they couldn't pay Anquan Bolden so they traded him to um, right. San Francisco. Uh what happened to El, uh, Dumerville? Mm. Well, he was okay. I mean, he was no, pretty no, no, good no. for a year. But, yeah, but, for a year. No, no, no. no. My yeah. point is is that you had enough money to pay that guy. Of course you did. Of course so, you so did. So do you see do you see how that none of that makes sense? It doesn't I'm work. just making the point that you guys believe what the national media tells you because it's just that's what you consume more often than local media, where local media obviously know a little bit more about the organizations in which they cover. And so for me, I can't be a person. I can't be a guy that's loud. Well, I'm not a guy. I can't be a girl mm, mm. that's loud and, 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 and just being loud and just speaking spilling out stupid things because I want y'all's attention and I want your 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 you know you to come in and and, re and watch our shows. I can't do that. It's not in me. I want y'all to have some perspective. I'm cool with you feeling emotional cuz we all, yep. right? Yep. I tweet during games too. This person is stupid. This person is a bum. Da, da, da. But then when it's over, I have to give myself some perspective and I have to say, "Okay, I was in the moment right mm -hmm. here." But this is really how this happened and I, how this I, and I do less of that now than I used to read it. Like I used to be that way. I've I've been oh, able to yeah. sort of separate myself. But I talk uh Paul who's on the show with me now. We talk about that a lot where he's like, "Look, man, I'm going to be honest with you. I probably said some things on Twitter yesterday that like a day removed, I know we're stupid. I, I just I, I know they were stupid." Immediately though after, right. the, after right. the game, Glenn, I'm I'm a switch. It's like a light switch. It goes off, and my emotions are now out of it. And now I'm saying, okay, all right, I was I was in the moment when I said that, but I, you know, I don't really go too deep off the edge mm -hmm. when I when mm -hmm. I say things that mm -hmm. maybe I'm in the in, you know in the emotions at that at that time. But I just you know we really try to give a real point of view without the the extra fluff 
that everybody else does. I think. I think we do Actually, the best I, that we can. And, and uh, separated from agenda, separated from if we, look, I'll give you an agenda. I love Tyus Bowser personally. I know you do too, right? We love him personally. Now, if Tyus Bowser screws up, I think the both of us are quite plenty capable. Of, I know Rita will say it to his face. I know that is a fact because <laughs> I've watched her do it. <laughs> Rita will say it to his face. Y'all screwed up. You can't catch what's going on. You should, you know, like she'll do that. Um, I think Tyus Bowser had a hell of a season. That, I'll tell you, I've got there's a bias there because I like him personally, right? Like I can I will admit that to you when there's a bias involved. I'll say the words I'm not unbiased, so you know I'm not unbiased when I talk about it. But I'd like to think that I'm capable of still having genuine opinions about these things, right? Like I I, I don't I don't think there's a, a a person on this roster that I have any reason to not like, right? Like right. I, I don't think any of them at this point have done me. It's been a while since there's been a guy that was on the roster that I knew outright that I did not like personally. Right, right. But I would address that. I, like, I think I've been very open. I did not personally like Steve Smith Sr. On a human level, I did not like him. We did not get along. <laughs> but as far as a football player was concerned, I've never tried to rewrite that history. Yeah, yeah. Now, you're not going to get me to, to cape for him either. Like... I'm not going to lie and try to tell you that I think he was a better – people talk about Steve Smith Sr. like, um, well, he's a surefire Hall of Famer, and Anquan Bolden's a, a middle-of-the-road guy. I'm like, whoa, 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 where is that coming from? I'll still talk about it honestly, as honestly as I can. But um, right now, there's not somebody I don't like. So when I'm telling you how I feel about it, it's not coming from a place where I don't like that person right. or I've got some agenda right. towards them. Right. It's I'm watching this, and this is – Alejandro Villanueva stunk. Well, now, well, that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty wide right. spread um, agreement, I think, by the fan base. I'll, I don't think that what and, you're saying is is out of line. and I say that despite <laughs> the fact that I'll also tell you I'm t per he's probably a nice guy. Not only is he probably a nice guy when 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 Patrick Queen and Tyus started talking about him yeah, one night, yes, they, they got on emotional. The show. They did talking about what he means to the football team. Well, then maybe he can come back and be a cheerleader. But what I would like him to not do is be my left tackle. I'm with you on that. From Ben, tired of people making excuses for the coaching staff. Okay. Okay, Ben. Uh, uh, from Rev, if Patrick Ricard gets an extension, then so does Greg Roman. Ricard and Boyle are important to this offense. I, this will be the last. We'll, uh, hang on. Uh, somebody just wants Greg, Greg Roman to go. This will be the last thing we'll say, right? Because they all. Because the Greg Roman thing will be the first sort of – at some point, John Harbaugh is going to sit down and do a press conference this week. And he's going to be asked about Greg Roman. And either he's going to be reporting or one of two things is going to happen. Either you're going to report something ahead of time or he's going to say, Greg Roman's going to be our offensive coordinator next year. I don't know why you guys are asking me that question. This is the, the best way I'll boil it down because I don't feel strongly about it. But the best way I can boil it down is, did, do you think the Ravens had the right to believe coming into this season that they could win a Super Bowl? Yeah. Okay. Is there anything that happened this year that changed your mind about that? Right, right. So if you believed coming into this year that you were capable of winning a Super Bowl, why would you suddenly feel now like next year you aren't? Right. And if, you're, if you believe you are, why would you be making a drastic change? Right. Because, because you don't like sometimes the way that that person does this. Don't get me wrong. That. There's things I don't like either. Sure. We're never we're never going to like everything that guys do. We never we're never going to like everything that not. guys do. But again, Glenn, like offensively, while the in the last the last couple of weeks they haven't really been scoring the touchdowns that they have, they have been efficient to the point that they're only a handful of teams above them better on offense. So so, so I want cuz I want people to be prepared. 
because John Harbaugh is going to see that too and say, and this is without they they went thirty they got thirty points on Green Bay. And then they turned around and, you know, did this against the Rams, who have a really good mm-hmm. defense, particularly up front. Mm-hmm. And they're going to say, and imagine what we would have been able to do had we had this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, and this guy. So I don't see Greg Roman being fired for the sake of the fact that he has not had a lot of his major players for much of the football season. And yet, for the most part, they've still been a good offense. And they've still been efficient Um, until the last couple of weeks. Um, Rita, and and I don't know that, right? I'm just saying that if he he doesn't, that's probably going to be why. If he doesn't, that's probably going to be why. To me, it's why the answer, if somebody came to me and said, if you're John Harbaugh, would you fire Greg Roman? My answer would be no. And it would be no, because I believe I could win a Super Bowl this year. And I have every reason to believe I can win a Super Bowl next year. Right. And so I'm not drastically screwing with something. But is it possible there's something we don't know? Sure. Yeah, of course there's something. It's possible there's something we don't know. I am critical of both guys. I am critical of the defensive coordinator. I felt yeah. like too many times he wanted to blitz people when he didn't have the personnel in the backfield to cover. And you look, you're, you're putting guys on an island who just came off the street Yep. And I felt some type of way about that. Yep. I felt I, I felt way about coverages on both sides of the ball, but we have to be very understanding of the fact that those guys didn't have their best players. Neither coordinator. Of course. Had didn't have their best players yes. for much of the season. Uh, literally from the jump, you lost an offensive dude and a defensive dude on the same day in training camp. Two of your biggest mm-hmm. pieces of the puzzle. So we have to get – I would not be surprised if they give both of those guys – well, no one – Wink was never going to go anywhere unless he tried to get, he, right, he get, get a, a job somewhere yeah, else. Correct. But neither one of those guys, I don't think, are going to lose their jobs for the sake of them having not the players that they thought that they were anticipating and in going into the 2021 season. That's where I am. That's where I am. So but, again, we, I'm so not, I can't guarantee it. I can't tell you it more. I'm just saying that I'm – I would personally be that way and – that's my gut in the moment. But if they think they need to have a drastically different offense moving forward, then they're going to have a different offensive coordinator because they're not going to ask Greg Roman to do something. They're not going to say to Meek Mill, become a country singer. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I love the Meek Mill comparison. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, Greg Roman does what he does. And if that's what you want to do, you've got the guy. If you think that's what you're best suited, there's nobody that's doing that better than he is. Yep. If you think you need to do something else, then you need to get somebody who does something else. And we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, Jonathan, you are clearly not listening. I could not be screaming more about how Lamar Jackson needs to get paid his money. Um, (laughs) I I have no idea. My point is that the Joe Flacco conversation poisoned Ravens fans that think the problem is paying the quarterback. That's that's I, I have no idea what you think I'm saying. You're just not listening. Overwhelmingly, pay Lamar tomorrow. Whatever the number is, go pay him. Tomorrow. How many times have I said that? I mean, I couldn't have said that. You have said that more frequently. My God, pay him whatever it is tomorrow. You guys can make some money playing underdog fantasy football. Underdogfantasy.com or download the underdog app when you use the code PRESSBOX. We will match up to $100 when you make your first deposit with free money for you to play with at Underdog Fantasy Football. And just because football seasons come to an end, they do basketball, they do hockey, they do all that stuff. If baseball ever starts, they'll be playing baseball there. And they'll still have games for the postseason, player props, parlays, the stuff that makes you feel like you're betting, even though, you know, 
You're still not allowed to bet on your phone or on your computer in the state of Maryland for whatever effing reason. It's beyond me. <laughs> underdog Fantasy Football, underdogfantasy.com, or download that app. Rita, I love you. I love you, too. I love doing the show with yes, you. Yes, um, Can't wait till next year. Yes. And hopefully uh, we'll have a few uh, events maybe between now and then. Yeah. Uh, working on some ideas, some projects we've been throwing around. Yep. At the NFL Chick, of course, is how everybody follows you. Yep. Gridiron Gals Podcast. Yep. New one came out Friday, so I have it pinned on my Twitter page. Please check it. Go check listen. it out. Go check it out. At Glenn Clark Radio, Glenn Clark Radio tomorrow morning, 10 to noon. We'll talk more about it all throughout the week. <sighs> Thanks to everybody all season long. It's too, <laughs> even those of you that drive me nuts. No, we appreciate the engagement. Sometimes y'all just look wacky, though. That's all. But it's, it does create content, so yes. I don't know. Whatever. Yes. Um, thank you, guys. Thank you for hanging out with us uh, after every game all season long. Thanks to Ken, uh, who does uh, almost half of the games as well. It's been another fun season of Project Game Day. And uh, we'll see you in uh, the, 20, the fall of 2022.